0: Hello and welcome back to the Wake Up With Glow podcast. So happy that you guys are joining me here for episode number 56. And today's topic is, I think, incredibly, incredibly important. Um, If you clicked on the title, this is probably something that you have or are currently struggling with. And I really hope this helps you because it's something that took me a long time to figure out for myself, firstly, acknowledging that this was a problem for me, and then trying to find a way that worked for me when everything that everyone around me uh, was offering was not an effective strategy that I could implement personally. So let's dive in. Uh, I want to start by saying that goal achieving over goal setting is the aim of this podcast episode, for you to understand that achieving your goals is in fact more important than setting them. And a lot of you may say, Glow, that makes very little sense because ultimately we have to set a goal in order to achieve it. And I'll start by disagreeing with that because I think too many people are setting goals that they either can't justify why they set that goal in the first place, or they're setting a goal without a game plan of how to get there because the goal doesn't necessarily match up to where they are in their process. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't be dreaming big. You should always dream big. Your goals should be lofty. But when we talk about concrete plans that we're trying to make. We're not talking about, you know, the journal prompt that says, what are the top 10 things that you want to accomplish before you die? We're not talking about the goals that we simply write down as umbrella titles and don't have a breakdown process of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, and then back again through the alphabet as to how to get that to come true for us and to become a part of our realities. So understand that goal setting is definitely not as important as getting it done. Because ultimately, we all just want to get it done. We don't care about the actual process of goal setting. We don't need that record of, I set this goal in this way and now I achieved success. That's not important. If we could all skip that process and just get the goal and have it in our grasp, then we would do that. Just for some people, it is an effective strategy to actually have a process of goal setting. But if it has not worked for you, meaning if you have tried to make to-do lists from daily to-do lists to trying to map out your month or your year. However, you have tried to set some kind of parameters for how you're going to achieve whatever you're looking to achieve. If that has not been effective for you and you're looking for another way to make things happen, this is the episode for you. So, The title of the episode is What to Do If Goal Setting Doesn't Work for You. And I have a couple of things that I want to talk about that have been very effective in my own life. So firstly, I think it's important to point out that productivity is in fact a contagious phenomenon in your own body and your own mind. You can create this semblance of productivity throughout all of the things that you do in your day and in your life, the way that you operate. We're trying to recreate the way that your system is built. Now, currently, maybe your system is one of the lazy approach. Maybe you don't have a very highly functioning operational system, the system being you here, of course. And if you only were to be able to incorporate productivity into your life, you would be able to excel at a faster rate, logically. But what ends up happening is many people try to get so productive in the direction of their goal that they've set that nothing gets done, and they're saying, Well, I don't understand. I set this goal. I'm trying to be productive, but I can't be productive for reasons unbeknownst to me. And I want to say to you that you don't have to get productive in the goal that you're setting. You just have to get productive, period. Because if you're struggling to get it done, then maybe you need to focus on just making productivity a part of your life, making productivity a part of your day. We may not even be prepared to receive, let alone to start working on our goals, if we do not know how to be productive, period. And that doesn't mean if you were productive 10 years ago, that doesn't mean, oh, Well, I know how to be productive. I was productive that one time. Oh, yeah, I think back in university, I, you know, pulled an all-nighter. I was really productive, got a great score on that exam. Productivity doesn't carry over. Productivity alters at every state of your life and at every stage of your development. So if you're finding yourself in a low productivity state, then you have to start from scratch. You have to start brand new, building up that productivity, You can't just rely on the fact that you were once productive and that's enough to qualify you as a productive person. That is not how that works. So let's get super productive. What do you want to do? Well, get productive if you can't do it for your goal. Get productive in something else. Clean the house. Do the laundry. Go get your car fixed. The point is to set productivity in motion because productivity itself Getting anything done is the fuel that gives you a sense of achievement and capability. And when we feel as though we are capable, we become capable of more. So get productive in other areas of your life. And I understand that you may have some hesitation because you may feel as though you're wasting time. You're taking time away from the things that you want to be doing to clean a house that just continues to get dirty and you clean it again and you might be saying, Glow, what if I'm just distracting myself? Maybe you think you're already being productive and you're saying, yeah, I'm being super productive, but I haven't moved even an inch toward my actual goal. But the dishes are always clean and the kids are always fed and my man or my woman is always happy. But guess what? The more productivity that you have, you have to, if you are being productive or feel that you are, you need to start commending yourself for that productivity. Write down on a piece of paper everything that you've done that you feel good about. Today, I washed the dishes, fed the dog, walked the dog, ran after the mailman, whatever. Things that were active, things that got your brain waves going, things that got your heart rate up. Write down the things that you wouldn't necessarily claim as being proud of having accomplished, but can be accomplishments if you let them. And once you start reframing your mind around how accomplished you actually are, because again, it all goes back to the narrative that you feed yourself about yourself. If you start altering the narrative and telling yourself, I am the man, I am the woman, look at everything that I get done. So many, for an example... That's applicable to this. So many housewives or househusbands, they put themselves down because the the world and society tells them that maybe being a housewife or a househusband isn't enough. So even though their day is jam-packed with a number of things that most of us couldn't get done even if we tried somehow they feel as though there's a level of inadequacy around that. So use that example to understand that you need to commend yourself for the things you are accomplishing, no matter how minute or irrelevant you think they are. Because what is irrelevant to you is not irrelevant to the greater world or to other people or to just human capability in general. The next thing I want to talk about for if goal setting doesn't work for you, what you can start to do is start your day with what excites you. This is so important. I can't even begin to explain to you what a game changer this has been for me. And I know that it can be a game changer for you if you're struggling. Scrap the to-do list if it's not working for you. I would wake up so many days and I would make so many to-do lists. I can't even tell you. I am not ashamed to admit. To-do list after to-do list. And guess what? I don't do any of the to-dos. I just make list after list after list and then carry it over to the next list. And then just grow this frustration as to me not being able to do what I'm planning to do. Stop it. Don't use systems that don't work for you. Not everything is going to work for everyone. And the problem is, is that in this personal development realm, people are going to continue saying and marketing the same things to you. Everyone is being told to go meditate. Everyone is going, being told to go do yoga and go out and get some fresh air. And although all of those things are good for you, no one's arguing that they're not good for you, it just might not be the thing that moves you. You have to understand that your own personal development is like dating. Everyone is not for you just like everything is not for you. You are not going to be moved by every process that someone tells you is good and the number one self-help approach. Just as you will not be moved by every person that you match with on Tinder or Bumble or whatever qualifies as a better dating app. I don't know. But you have to understand that ultimately... It has to do with finding a good fit for you. So if to-do lists, you know, and the hesitation that a lot of people have with this, accepting what I'm saying right now is that they think that it works for everyone else. So they think something is inherently wrong with them. But what do you mean to-do lists don't work? That doesn't make sense. To-do lists have been around since heaven knows when. And my mom made to-do lists in the 50s and that worked out for her. And she was really successful in the home and outside of the home. It's nonsense. Stop doing what you think you're supposed to be doing and do what works for you. So, start your day with what excites you. When you wake up in the morning, don't go and binge watch an episode that you fell asleep watching the night before. Don't go and sit and scroll through your social media outlets and look at people who just make you feel insecure and inadequate or remind you of your past. Don't do things that are going to drain you. And I know, I know you've heard this before. Yes, the power of a morning routine, all of that. And I I honestly... Not to speak badly upon any of those tactics. They're phenomenal, uh, you know, in their own right. But I want to say to you, I don't like the mainstream. I like the real and the real is seldom the mainstream. So when I tell you start your day with what excites you, I'm not telling you to adopt a really powerful morning routine. I'll save that for another self-development guru. I'm telling you to just freaking jumpstart yourself with something that gets you hype. That's it. It's really simple. Don't put yourself down in the morning. And the key here is that you have to acknowledge what puts you down. You have to say to yourself, get super real and be like, listen, looking at my ex is really not helping me. Listen, talking to my parents in the morning is really not helping me. Listen, watching this episode of this crime series that's low key, incredibly depressing is not helping me. Guys, get super real, get super real about what it is that actually energizes you, not what you're being told is supposed to energize you, not what you're fighting to prove to yourself that you are energized by or prove to yourself that you're not affected by certain things that do affect you. Get behind yourself. The key to actually effectively supporting yourself is being honest with what you really are about and how you operate and move through this life. It's all about self-awareness. Self-awareness comes before self-development because you can't develop what you're not aware of. Please understand that. So start your day with something that excites you because order is key. What comes first dictates what comes next and what comes after that. So if you start your day on a low, if you expend that energy boost that comes naturally biologically to you by waking up to the sun or whatever, and you have to utilize the chemicals in your body to your advantage. I can preach on spirituality all day long and I believe in it fully. But guess what? Biology is biology. And the doctor in me still says, you need to play up what you are made of. You can't just go into the gym and just say, oh, well, I don't have the same functioning hormones as that guy because I'm spiritual and I believe in other things. And my belief system says that I could counter these chemicals in my body by not taking this protein, by taking that protein. No, we have a biology. And although it differs within all of us, there is still a foundation that we need to be using to our benefit. And part of that has to do with utilizing the morning, the clean slate. It is no mistake. It is not a myth that the morning is imperative. And I don't care when your morning starts. I don't mean the morning as to 4 a.m. or 6 a.m. I mean whenever you get up. I mean whenever the day starts for you. The first things that you put into your mind after you hit reset is the most important. It's the same if you can imagine taking your phone, your phone was being charged overnight or maybe during the day, whenever, you are charging your phone to 100% and then you finally take it off the charger and say the first thing that you do is an energy heavy application. You start video streaming and it soaks up so much of your battery. But what if in inst- and and now what happens? Now say you don't have a portable charger, you didn't you don't have access to any outlets. You're traversing wherever it is in your neighborhood or in another country, wherever you are with your phone that was on 100% at the start of the day, but now you had to watch all those YouTube videos on who how to knit a scarf for somebody who you shouldn't be with anyway. And now what ends up happening? Now you have 23% battery left to do everything else that you need to get done, and you can't. So now you have to wait until the next day to start over and try again, and who knows if that's going to be effective because you're going to start with that same YouTube video because tomorrow you're deciding that you're going to knit some socks. Don't do that. If instead you had woken up and unplugged your charger and your phone was at 100% and you went out to traverse the lands of the universe, and with that 100%, you instead did things that infused you, you instead did things that that did not deplete you, that you applied your energy to, but did not take away so much of you that you were left with barely anything. You instead decided to listen to a meditation filmed and produced by GLOW, which I will gladly provide to you if you DM me. And that only took just a little bit that just took a little bit of your energy and it fed that energy right back into you in other ways. And now your phone's at a strong 89% and you get to do all of the things that you set yourself up for. But you have to set yourself up for it, okay? So start with what excites you. The energy high has to come first. If you start with an energy low and you need to decide for yourself, what is your energy high and what is your energy low? But if you start with your energy low, You're done for. You you might as well give up. Just sink into the couch and watch the rest of that Netflix series because your day is gone. It is incredibly difficult to circle back to the top when you're already sinking at the bottom. It is so difficult. So don't allow yourself to get into that situation from the beginning. Let yourself win. Give yourself a chance to win. So if you start your morning, whenever you wake up, already in a losing manner, you know what's going to happen next. The same thing that happened yesterday. And I really hope that you don't let that happen because you have the potential for more. You just have to make that decision early on from the beginning. You can't wake up and say, it's cool. I'm just going to do this really quick and then I'm going to jump to my productive routine. It doesn't work that way. Okay, the next thing to do, if goal setting does not work for you, I highly recommend that you do not break for too long. Breaks are important. They are are an imperative part of your day and of your mind recovery, of your energetic rejuvenation. No matter what it is that you're doing, you are bound to need a break. Your body will need a break. Your brain will need a break. People will need a break from you. You will need a break from yourself. So the key here is not to break for too long and to break with intention. What does that mean, glow? To break with intention means do not just aimlessly take a break. Don't just... Walk around aimlessly and start scrolling your phone again because here we are again back to the energy lows. Unless scrolling your phone is something that really helps you disconnect and helps you get on an energy high because you've taken some of my advice previously where you eliminated all of the people that you had access to who were draining you of yourself. In which case, go ahead and scroll on. Maybe the only people you follow are Oprah, a guru uh, who has um, a lot of experience in the monastery and has this ancient wisdom. Maybe you follow people who you feel so incredibly uplifted by. Fantastic. Then you can scroll. Permission to scroll granted. But don't break for too long and break with intention means this make sure that your breaks are energy infusers. That differs for different people. What are some energy infusers? For me, energy infusers are positive, uplifting music. Energy infusers are exercise. Yes, exercise can be a break, my friends. It doesn't have to be part of your grind, unless perhaps fitness is your life and your livelihood, which maybe it is, but exercise In any form, maybe you're going for a jog, maybe you're running after your dog, you know, two birds, one stone, walk the dog, chase the dog, get that heart rate up. Whatever it is that you're doing, you know, maybe happy people are your energy positive break. Call someone who you always have a positive experience with, who lifts you up, who maybe shares similar values with you. Just make sure that whatever it is that you're breaking with it's something that's separate from what you're breaking from. If you spend the majority of your time on a computer then make sure that you are in fact doing something for your break that doesn't involve your computer. If you are spending the majority of your day and your time using your hands then break with something that doesn't require you to use your hands. Lay on the floor listen to a guided meditation while on your back not doing anything with your body. Uh, Listen to the sounds of birds contingent upon where you're located um, and if you can prop a window open. Whatever it is, just make sure that you're providing a contrast so that the break can actually qualify as a break. A break is only a break if you're breaking apart from what you're doing necessarily throughout the day. So make sure that there is that contrast. All right, the last thing I want to talk about, if goal setting does not work for you, focus on what feels good right. I can't emphasize this enough. It's never about getting to the goal itself. Okay? The focus should never be on you getting there, on you actually attaining whatever goal you're chasing. And I understand that that goes against goal objectives, uh, the, the definition of setting a goal, of having a goal. I get that. But please, try to understand that when you focus on the end result, the end product, what it is you are supposedly after, you are assuming, regardless of how wise and lovely I do believe that you all are, you are assuming that you know better, that you are more intelligent than the creative design that is you. And... Honestly, you have to be able to yield control to the unknown possibilities that are reality, that are the world, that are life and living in order to get anything done. Because life is going to follow suit and no matter what your beliefs beliefs are, life is going to pan out in a particular way that we can all acknowledge is partially within our control and partially not. So I want you to focus on what feels right Because when you focus on the goal itself, you get so caught up in making things look the way that you've created them to look in your mind that you are inhibiting yourself from the process of naturally unfolding and getting there inevitably or getting somewhere that you couldn't have imagined would be where you would want to be. If you asked me a couple of years ago that if I thought that I would be doing what I'm doing I would literally look at you blindly, potentially laugh, and ask you if you had enough sleep last night, if you're feeling funny, what someone put in your omelet. Because we cannot possibly know where life is going to take us. And I made so many plans, as I'm sure all of you had. So many plans. And those plans, they were not a part of the greater process of growing into what is intended for you, of growing into your light. Because you cannot plan your light, you could just live it. So I hope that you focus on what feels right to you rather than what you think that you should be doing. It is important to have some kind of plan, but you cannot plan everything out. You cannot plan out success, you can only pursue it. And that is the difference. The goal itself is not a goal that you write down and chase. The goal is to move the needle forward. It's to grow, which will inevitably occur if you do what feels right to you. Success is attracted by the pursuit. It is attracted by you going out and doing and being who it is that you are and feel you are intended to be. It is not attracted by you writing down a goal on January 1st every single year and forcing yourself to make it happen by any means necessary, not even really understanding the circumstances that it would require for that follow through and carry out to take place. So do not focus on success itself. Focus on the pursuit of success. Focus on the pursuit of greatness. Focus on the pursuit of your own light and you will find yourself standing in it consistently and fully This is the gift of yourself to yourself. And the only way to give it is to live it out as it comes. Believe in the process. Don't consistently just look to an end result or to the future or to whatever someone else is doing. Let yourself get there. Be patient. And don't confuse being patient with being idle and not doing enough because it's not the same. You know where your intentions and your integrity lie. You and only you know the truth about what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. And if your heart is in the right place, your brain will be too if you let it have the space and the time to do it. So these are my effective means by which you can achieve goals rather than set them. I hope that this has been helpful to you. Please, if it has, share this with someone who you think it would also benefit. Save this, star it, like it, write notes on it, put it on your fridge, put it on your forehead, whatever you need to do to get it done. But don't sleep on different approaches to making yourself as powerful as you are to activating the power within you, the potential within you. Don't try to do it like everyone else. Are you not tired of trying to do it like everyone else? I am tired of watching people try to do it like everyone else. And I'm tired of people doing it like everyone else. Enough is enough. Stand in your individuality, stand in your own power, in your own ways. You know, they say that there really is not an original thought. And maybe that is true. Maybe we are all a reproduction of what we've been fed and what we've read and learned. But there are original means by which to apply those thoughts. And I hope that you choose to do that and to be an original. Because there is nothing to gain from reproducing what other people are doing and how they're doing it. There is nothing to gain for you and there is nothing to gain when you ultimately share your story with other people to help them through their own processes. My objective is never to tell you what to do. It's just to assure you with hard evidence occasionally and in other times with my own example and in other times with a million different angles that all have one purpose To convince you of your own greatness and your own certainty in what's possible for you. I am not the answer to your problems. I don't have the answers to your problems. All I can tell you is that there are ways within you that you can harness and you can apply to your own life. And no matter how difficult it is for you to see, because you're looking at everyone else and saying, but everyone is doing it this way and they're succeeding. I got to tell you, you don't know what's really happening. You don't know if those people are actually successful and you don't know what they define as success. What do you define as success? Why would you ever want to apply somebody else's rules to your own life? Does that make any sense to you? I hope it doesn't. And I hope that you choose to not allow it to make sense to you and to feed into the brainwashing that is mass answers to individual questions. You are the only person who knows yourself inside and out. And I quite literally mean inside and out. Let yourself find answers in that. I love you guys. I hope you have an incredible week. It's the beginning of January, it's the beginning of newness because it's a new day, it's a new week, it's a new year, it's a new decade and it's not a new you and that's the most beautiful and powerful part is that you get to carry over everything that you've already learned into the new but it's not a new you because you are constantly being developed and don't dismiss parts of yourself because you worked through everything. You went through it to get to where you are now. So let's use where we're at to get where we're going. Love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful week.